Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1233 in Edmonton. We're going to go interactive over the course of the next half hour. Are the Edmonton Oilers a legitimate Stanley Cup contender? Or is that just Oilers Now pumping up the Edmonton Oilers? You take a look. Here's here's the quick. By the way, the uh, the digits to call into the show seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. You know, Derek, what I notice is um, I notice that as we go on here, it really has become a text line. Oh yeah, like you know what I mean. Like when we were doing the show twenty years ago together. Email, snail mail. Oh, yeah. We right? didn't have the text line back then. We didn't have the text. I mean, I, I think I had a BlackBerry when that show started. I can still remember you giving me your mini disc to take the to record the audio in real time. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Boy, that was a while ago. Holy, we don't even don't, use that technology anymore. Uh, I can't, yeah. 780-496-0063. <laughs> I got a lot of texts that have come in on this topic, but the River Creek Resort Casino hotline is open. Are the Edmonton Oilers a legitimate Stanley Cup contender? Do you think they can win it this year? Uh, that's the question I have for you. You can go to 780-496-0063. You can also text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Or are we just pumping up the order? Is that what's going on? You tell me. I mean, you know the game. We'll tell you the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue and tell Chris and Chef Altaf that Oilers now sent you. Uh, Roos Chris is open Tuesday through Sunday. All season long, by the way, that's from 5 p.m. till close. All season long, we do Oilers Now trivia for Pro-Am Sports, Fan Cave, and Fan Gear Specialists for all budgets in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and at proamsports.ca. Pro-Am Sports, by the way, I think they're just uh, in the process of... Uh, over the next couple of days, doing a private signing with Matthias Eckholm. That's the sort of things they do. All right, we're going to open up the phone lines, and we're going to drop the puck at 780-496-0063 with Chris. Hello, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you? Good. What do you think? Well, I've been listening, and you know what? I I don't think it's just... uh, uh, I don't think it's just random thoughts. I think we are a serious contender. I think there's a couple of things to still look at. And, you know, it's funny. I look at that last season and I look at even the Vegas series. It's not just the defense, but it's just the discipline, I think, as well, too, that the team has to work on. Like, I think it was actually the home opener last year against Vancouver. You know, they came back and won that game 5-3 after being down three nothing to start but they had like i think 10 penalties they took the moment they can start they start getting a little bit better and staying out of the box as well as being better defensively they'll be a far superior team and would finish top five in fact here i'll put this prediction right now because i believe and the last team to win the president's trophy and win the stanley cup Technically, is the 2013 Chicago Blackhawks, but that was in the lockout season. And I think the last team to do it in a full season, ironically, was the last Stanley Cup Ken Holland won with Detroit in 2008. Hmm. Uh, I might be wrong on that, so I apologize if that's wrong. I won't be. I would not be surprised though if uh, 
Edmonton is the team that kind of breaks that curse this year and wins both the President's Trophy and the Stanley Cup this year. All right. Well, it's it's interesting, Chris. Thanks for the call. 780-496-0063. A couple things, right? I think everybody knows that Jack Campbell has to bounce back. That said, I don't think anybody a year ago had Stuart Skinner being in the mix for the Rookie of the Year, and that bodes well for Edmonton. We're talking about a goaltender that's 24, and there is a good bet that Campbell will play better this year. Um there, there were some challenges for the nurse CC pairing two years ago. Cody CC had a great year. Last year he struggled. I think he dealt with some injury issues. I don't know if that's going to end up being the pairing to start the season. And I, I don't have any direct inside knowledge at this time. But if I'm the orders, I want to get a good look at Philip Roberg. And one of the ways to do that might be to play him with Matthias Eckholm. Now a lot of people say, well, what about Eckholm and Bouchard? Uh, valid point. We'll see what happens. Uh, we don't know how they're going to round out the roster yet. Uh, you know, I know I re- uh, mentioned about a week and a half ago when we were down in Red Deer. I mean, it was all over Red Deer that, hey, Brandon Sutter's going to your camp. So we said it sounds like Brandon Sutter's coming to Edmonton's camp on a PTO. Um, I don't know what else the organization's going to do at this stage on that front. But they've, you know, getting Connor Brown on the deal, I think probably is going to be an upgrade on Yamamoto. Costin's going to be a little bit difficult to replace, but at this time last year, Clem Costin was a St. Louis Blue. So moves happen during the year. There's a couple bigger bodied fourth liners out there that are sort of AHL, NHL tweeners that might not be able to make the teams they're on that might be able to help Edmonton out. And don't forget about Raphael LeBlanc. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to go to Alex on line number two. Hello, Alex. How are you doing? Good. What do you think? Uh, yeah, no, I'd definitely put us in that contender category right now. The the thing that I'm a little bit nervous about when you look at the other top league uh, team, in my opinion, I, I look at Carolina, which is hilarious because it's been 18 years since yep. they scored in the last time. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you look at their defense, and, I mean, they're just – it's ridiculous. It's like a video game, like, defensive pairing that they have there. So that's what I'd be most nervous about. But, I mean, if, if DC can get a full, healthy season in and he can go back to what he was – not last year, but the season prior, then we're in pretty good shape. And then, you know, you look around and see how, you know, we might be able to add at the deadline. You know, they have the jokes about how when Dumbo signed with Arizona, that Pencil in as the Oilers' uh, defenseman on the third line or second or third line this year. So Who's that? Sorry? I was thinking uh, Matt Matt Dumba oh, on the one-year deal at 3.9. Um, yeah, so. Well, there's no quite like, come on, logic dictates you're in the position that the Edmonton Oilers are in, you're going to go for it. And you're going to, you know, like, like you know, Jeff Jackson comes in here and he, he does an interview on Oilers now. He did the press conference. He did an interview on Oilers Plus. He did an interview in, with John Shannon and he talked about, you know, analytics and sports science and those sort of things. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, Ken Holland's built a decent team here. It's had the eighth best record in the league over the last four years. And they've added, despite not having a lot of cap space, they still don't have cap space. But I think we all know that the currency they have to move is going to be picks. Um, which also means they have to backfill the roster by grinding out and finding undrafted 20-year-olds and players out of the NCAA and even use sports, right? you got to find them where you can find them, Europe, wherever. So I'm with you. Thanks for the call. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Yep. We are going to go to Dominic on line number three. Hello, Dominic. You're on Oilers now. How are you doing? Good, Bob. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, um, you bet. I have a, I have a, a one theory. Uh, one of the things I got to agree with the first caller where he said that the Oilers need to play a little bit more disciplined, stay out of the box. Yeah. 
And the, the other one is, I think Jay, Jay Woodcroft learned a lesson with um, Skinner getting tired during the game. So my theory is he's going to learn from that mistake by replacing Skinner when he's when he looks like he's getting tired and put uh, Jack Campbell in there. You know what? Jack Campbell was re- was put in a couple times during the playoffs, and he played very well. So I think uh, uh, Jay Woodcroft learned a lesson right there. So hopefully he'll continue doing that. Watch for Skinner getting tired and then replace him when he needs to. And I think they're going to go all the way. I'm, I'm positive this is the year, and I'm looking really forward to watching the hockey, and uh, I'm hoping at the end of the year we're going to be celebrating the Stanley Cup. All right, thanks, Dominic. Thanks for the call. 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. We're going to go to Northside Clay on line number one. Hello, Northside Clay. How are you doing? Hey, Bob. I'm good, thanks. Uh, a couple things. Um, a bold prediction, a couple bold predictions, and then you get the chance to uh, tell me if I'm wrong or not. I think the Oilers will win two of the next four Stanley Cups. One of the series for the final will be against the Toronto Maple Leafs, which will light the uh, NHL on fire for sure. And um, Sorry, give me that again. You're saying that they're going to, over the next four years? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think they win 50% of the Cups in the next four years, so that's two of the next four years. Wow, I hope you're right. I'll take that all day. And I think they're going to play one of those series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, let's beat them. Let's, let's win that series. <laughs> wouldn't that wouldn't that be fun? Yes. And then um, I'm looking at about a 55 game win season this year. How do you think about that? That's a lot of wins, but it could happen. Like I mean, I I don't expect them to go 14 and 0 and 1 in every 15 game stretch. I mean, the only I, way there's only one thing. That holds them back from a 45-plus win season for me, and that's if they lose McDavid or Dreisaitl for a substantial amount of time. But you know what we've noticed with McDavid and Dreisaitl? Those guys play. You know what I mean? They don't miss a lot of games. Those guys no, they, don't miss, they, they, they don't miss a lot of games, but I think uh, maybe more important is you can't lose Nurse or Ekholm. Yeah, well, no, you're going to need to dig. It's, it's nice that you mentioned Nurse. I know that there's people that are down on him. He's an important part of this. I think, personally... The Oilers, I mean, I think that Holloway and Broberg are important guys to graduate more minutes to. And I wouldn't mind seeing Connor and Leon cut by a minute each per game in the regular season and Darnell cut by a minute to a minute and a half in the regular season from what what he's been at the last couple of years. Sure, that makes sense. And I think that Nugent Hopkins, I think Dreisaitl, McDavid, Kane, Hyman, those guys are going to all play. We got to you got to look at the guys that are we need a, a, just a slight bit of improvement from. Bouchard, uh, maybe CeCe. Uh, if you can get three or four more goals from those guys and uh, maybe something from McLeod and something from Connor Brown, you know what, then that's that's the difference. Oh, they've got they, they got it, you know, like, I mean, it's funny you mentioned Bouchard, right? Because, and I, I haven't seen any of the prediction books out yet. They usually come out late in August. I wonder whether or not Evan Bouchard, if he if if he plays a full, doesn't miss any games. Okay, so let's just assume he plays eighty two games. It would not surprise me if he scored 20, 25 goals and had seventy points, because of how good the Oilers' power play is. Well, that's yeah, okay, Bob. I'll, I'll go with that. That might be a stretch, but I'm I'm with you on that in, in hoping, I guess. Yeah. Hey, one one thing about um, the NFL and 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 not hockey. 
I'll be in the building in Minneapolis next weekend uh, for the preseason game against Arizona. I'm just jacked right up. This is a Vikings for, fan forever. Are you from Manitoba originally? No, Saskatchewan, man. Well, but that's why that's because you, where you're from in Saskatchewan, is that where you, you guys got Viking games every weekend? Is that why? Yeah, we got we got them. Why? Yes, we did. But also, how far I back do you go? Oh man, uh, Fran Turkin, uh Fran, Fran Tarkenton, that far back, Bud Grant, early 1970s, 70. What was it? The 76 oh, yeah. Super Bowl when they lost to the uh, they would have lost to the Raiders. They yeah. lost to the Raiders, and it was um, you know the Purple People Eaters and all yes. that stuff. Yeah, I, I, I got I got a buddy named Gautam Rao. His uh, nickname was The Count. He's a real good poker player, but he's a brilliant mathematician, an honors mathematician, and I believe his dad was a prof at the University of Minnesota, and he is a huge Vikings fan from that era. You know, well, Car- Carl Eller and uh, Jim Marshall and Alan Page and all those guys with the Purple People Eaters. Yeah, no, I love those guys. And and the other reason was, Bob, was uh, my heritage is Norwegian, so it all makes sense for Scandinavian and yeah. Norway and uh, Vikings and all that. You, you would have... Uh... <laughs> You would have loved going to Irma. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's a lot of Norwegians in Irma. Thanks for the call. Zia. Zia, 780-496-0063. Let's go to Paul on line number two. Hi, Paul. How you doing? Hey, Bob. Good. Thanks. Good. Can you uh, uh, turn your – yeah, you got a reverb there. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I was just curious. um, uh, What are your thoughts around – I mean, obviously – you know, they, they need to get off to a good start, and I feel that because they didn't last year, they were in fight mode from such an early start, like, in the season. Like, they just had to win. They had to win that next game. They had to get into the, you know, into that playoff cutoff, you know, mark, and they eventually did. But do you feel that, you know, so much um, uh, pressure and energy is was spent because they started off behind the eight ball? that if they maybe came off and started uh, better this season and were able to maybe, you know, maybe let off the gas a little bit, maybe then that allows McDavid and Dreisaitl and Nurse, like, less of those minutes because there's not as much pressure to, to you know, hey, we're, you know, I mean, to me it doesn't matter if they finish first in their division. If they do, that's great. But I feel that, that they have to absolutely start the season better than they have in the past so that they're not behind the eight ball right from the beginning. They're not as stressed, as pressured to, to you know, get to that to that cutoff line. Do you know, you uh, we still have the reverb uh, there. If you could just, uh, do, yeah, there we go. Do you know uh, that they started 16-5 and five two years ago? Started 16-5, and five, great. But they always seem to be fighting. Oh, yeah, they ended up in a... So you can start well. I mean, they've been a second-half club for the last four seasons. If you take a look at their numbers, each... They're a a second-half team. That's great. That's a great stat. But I feel that they need to, like, almost flip that around so that they... There's not as much on them to, to... to push, right? Okay. Do you want a theory oh as to why they've been a second half team each of the last four years? With the exception of the let's throw the Canadian year out in um in twenty one twenty twenty one. We're gonna throw that year out. So the three full three the last three full seasons. Do you want an explanation why they've been better in the second half? Okay, go. 
because you play more games against the East in the first half, and the East has had greater depth with their teams. Part of the reason I made the prediction that they were able to come back last year is they had a West-heavy schedule, and some of the weaker teams were San Jose and Anaheim, and I don't expect those teams to be good this year either, and Arizona. And just the way their schedule worked out, they get a lot of those games in the second half of the year. Okay, so then does that put them behind? Like, does that give them less of an opportunity to go deeper in the playoffs? Because they burnt out. Yeah, like, it's they, a they, fair they, comment. What I would say to you is they got a deeper team now than they've had before. Um, and I, I think they have a deeper team. I think they have greater depth, younger depth, the goaltending. Here's the numbers for you. I, I, I had to find the tweet. Uh, so here we go. Though, right? Even with when you look at um, when you look at uh, um, you know Kane and you look at uh, Nugent Hopkins, well, maybe not Kane last year, but Nugent had to have like a career year. And same with Hyman, he had to have a career year. So, like, is that is it like is that an off? Like, is that so you want to see them start the year uh, more effectively and better? And I would suggest to you that for some reason. From the middle of November until the end of December, there seems to be a swoon. They got to get that figured out. We're gonna, we're just gonna cut you loose because we're getting reverb on the line. I'm gonna give you the numbers. In 1920, Dave Tippett's first year, Dave uh, Ken Holland's first year, the team went 20, 17, and four in their first uh, 41 games. That was the year the league got shut down. In the next 30 games, the Oilers had a 650 winning percentage. They went from 537 to 650. In 21-22, the year that Dave Tippett was relieved of his duties during the year, the Oilers went 22-16-3 in the first 41 games and 27-11-3 in the final uh, 41 games. So they went from 573 to 695. This past year, the Oilers were 21-17-3 at the uh, 41 game mark that's a 549 winning percentage and they went 780 29 6 and 6 down the stretch we'll take some more calls um we'll tell you that you're listening to orders now the river Creek resort casino hotline is open 4960063 this is oilers now with bob stoffer on oilers radio 630 chad very quickly at 1253 in NHL Today, it's brought to you all season long by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing and your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamahorn and his staff at Elite. Uh, the biggest news over the last couple of days, the inevitable retirement of David Krejci. So the Bruins lose both Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci uh, to retirement. And are they going to make a trade for a center at some point? Time will tell. Paul Byron from the Canadians also announcing his retirement. All right, uh, we're going to go back into the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. But not before I read a couple of texts. This one says the only way the Oilers can win is to sit McDavid and dry settle for more than an extra minute per game. Is to, uh, to be in that position is to come out ready at the start of the season and get ahead early and come out early in every game and get ahead early. It's uh, playing them... A lot in the last 10 minutes of the third when they're chasing down games, it's costing the organization issues. 780-496-0063. Let's go to Don on line number one. Hello, Don. You're on Oilers now. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Um, <clears throat> a lot of good points today, I noticed, like that. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say I agree with you 100% about why the Oilers have uh, done so good in the second half. Weaker teams in the in the West. Definitely is is one of the main reasons, especially last year. I think it kind of hid some of the problems that they had. And I think their main problem is 
is that uh, their defensive zone coverage is poor. I think a lot of people are jumping on the goaltending as being bad when especially against Vegas in that series, Vegas was getting wide open shots from from high high probability scoring areas where we weren't getting them. So our defensive zone coverage has to vastly improve. Do I think they're a Stanley Cup contender? Of course. Any team that's uh, that, that high up in the standings, they all have to be considered Stanley Cup co- uh, contenders. And, and the, the Oilers are, let's face it, offensively, they're probably the best. But defensively, they need some big improvements. Well, they've got the best power play. It's not even close. It's four straight yeah. win- four straight seasons over 25%. Yeah. Record setting in the regular season. Record setting in the playoffs. We know they can score. We expect them to score. It, I, I'm one of the guys that thinks the power play is better with Bouchard. I know there's some people, ah, it doesn't matter if it's Clefbaum. It doesn't matter if it's Barry. It doesn't matter if it's Nurse or Bouchard. I do think it's better than Bouchard. And I agree with you. They have to improve defensively. And I wonder if there's a slight adjustment that gets made as a result of what transpired against the uh, Vegas uh, Golden Knights. Thanks, Don. Thanks for the call. 780-496-0063 and we'll give uh, Ken a shot in line number two. Hi, Ken. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. What do you got going on? I just wanted to talk to you about uh, they're saying we should do a lot of changes and we should do this and do that. What kind of changes do you think Vegas is doing over the offseason? Do you think they're going to have a lot of changes? Nope. They're coming back They're with a lot of the same team, just like okay, Edmonton's so coming Vegas. up. Like it was like, Ken, do you think it was close between Edmonton and Vegas, or do you think they were well, miles better than the Oilers? I'm just saying this. I'm just. I just go by the facts. I'm just saying this. We played Vegas. It was two-two. We have to have a lot of changes. Oh, the defense is terrible. They go ahead. Oh, everything's really bad. Las Vegas didn't do no changes. Las Vegas was outshot. It was two-two. They're outshot. 78 to 51 or something in games five and six, but we need all the changes. We had problems with our goaltending, and I'm not putting no finger blaming Skinner or blaming people go through different motions when things aren't going good. It happens to every every sport in the world. I'm just saying, if Vegas don't need no changes, we certainly don't have to rock the boat too much. I think our team is going to be really live and really a good chance at us winning as, as good as anybody else. You know what, Ken? I'd, I, I would not want to go in the ring with you. That's all I'm going to say, my man. Thanks for the call. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right. Uh, 12.57 and I think I know who that was. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, I have sent many good messages today on your show, and you have not read any of them. Uh, I agree that uh, I'd like to see Darnell Nurse only play one uh, minute to one and a half minutes in a game, and that's when he's fighting somebody and it uh, with the beautiful hands that he has. <laughs> okay. Well, I read two of your texts, and some people would say one too many. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Here we go. Uh, Bob, my guess is Chris and Edmonton is that the Edmonton Oilers are going to be have a worse regular season team due to two significant injuries in their top six. Goaltending will be the same as last year in the first half. Campbell will turn his game around the same time as the injured players come back, and we end up sixth in the West. Then, despite no home ice advantage, we go all the way and win the cup because of the adversity we battled through the regular season. Bucket. That texter comes to us from Chris at 780-496-0063. We do literally have hundreds of texts that have come into the show. When we come back, I'm going to ask George LaRock, can the Edmonton Oilers go all the way this year? I'm going to ask George LaRock what he thinks of the Quebec Major Junior League's ban on fighting. 
Uh, and I'm going to ask George LaRock, because uh, he did a piece in the Hockey News about his top five fights of all time. After we go to Randy Colburn with the Global News Weather Traffic Update.